0: Welcome to an Indie Story.
1: Hello and welcome to an Indie Story brought to you by the Thoughts and Players podcast. So we have reached episode two in this podcast. We like to talk to the Indie Indie developer. You know what I'm saying? The real guts and grit kind of person. Not these indie devs where it's like, oh yeah, we're an indie developer. We have 700 people working for us. No, That's not how how we roll here. So we like to do that. Um, I am Jeremy and with me I have my co-host Corey. What up? I'm glad you did that. I'm glad you stole David's what up. (laughs) Uh, David could not make it. He is here in spirit. Um, But Our guest that we have for today is none other than coming from us via Greece. Andreas, how are you?
2: I'm great. I'm in Greece. So, yeah, Yeah, as you can understand, uh, I'm great. about that. And thank you so much for having me. It's really an honor. And I wish you guys the best because I know that, you know, you're starting with this thing. And I'm pretty sure that it will be really great. Thank Thank you so much.
0: Thank you.
1: Thank you. And vice versa. Um, we were excited. You know, we had, were kind of like trying to understand, reach out to the indie developer, you know, get their story, hear about their journey, become an independent developer. And, you know, we had some people contact us. We had interviewed uh, Madison Williams for uh, Captain Contraband before. And if it, if, if it wasn't him, it was going to be you because I, I saw the game. You had sent the stuff and I love the art style and the mood of it and everything like that. So I was really excited to talk to you about this game too. So with that being said, we are going to jump in to talking about the game. Now, um, I, I think I mispronounced something in our last level with whatever I think Zwyhander and I, I didn't say it correctly. So I want to I want to ask when I say this too. The name of your game is Cellini. Cellini, yeah,
2: that's okay. how we can say it. yeah. Okay. And, awesome. and basically, Selene is the name of our moon. If uh, if you're not aware, like okay, our moon is called Selene in Greek, and I think also internationally. If you look. Oh, okay. So, yeah. Awesome. So it's the name. It's the name of the of of Earth's moon. Nice. Okay. Nice.
1: Yeah. That's very mm-hmm. nice. Now I'm gonna let you do, in your own words. How would mm-hmm. you describe Selene in, re- in regards to like you know. What kind of game might it be that people, if they're interested in looking into it, what kind of game would you describe it as?
2: Well, technically, if uh, you have to somehow describe it for, you know, for gamers to understand, it can be something like uh, you know, a 3D puzzle adventure. But you play it in a side-scrolling way, like a side-scroller. It's not really a platformer where you jump and do stuff. Uh, it's more like an exploring uh, adventure, an emotional exploring uh, adventure. I want to emphasize on that, on the exploring uh, thing. So, um, yeah, and uh, it will include a lot of, uh, let's say, um, it's more oriented to puzzles as well, not really um, violence or um, combat systems. So it's, I would say, relaxing and nostalgic, nostalgic um, experience while playing the game. It's
1: closer to that, uh, let's say, direction. Nice, nice. Mm-hmm. Um, now, I have a question because mm-hmm. I'm linking the name Cellini with meaning the moon and different stuff like that. Um, what inspired you to name the game as that?
2: Well, I would say that uh, you know I, I'm let's say uh, arrogant enough and naive enough to you know to, to shoot for to go for the moon from my very first mm. project, even though it's not that. Uh, it started because it's been a huge adventure uh, in order this game to reach at this level because I started from nothing, from zero. I had no idea. I didn't know what a game engine was. So Cellini, um, uh, at the beginning, was the name of a character. Uh, you know, uh, of the main character, which is also female, a rare female name in Greece. It sounds good. So, yeah, uh, uh, back then it was a click-and-point adventure game and uh, it's been a huge adventure for me to reach it to what it is today. And it started with that name, but I found out on the way that it means a lot more than that for me and uh, that it's related to the moon. It's not really... Um, Uh, It has something. I found out while doing the game that for some reason I I, I really love things that are related to the moon anyway. So uh, I I loved all the songs that had the moon in it, and I found many, many things that are related to that. So maybe, I don't know, in a subconscious way, it's somehow related to something more than that. But I would say to, you know, I just, you know, um, um, know, shoot for the moon, maybe it's a good uh, thing to say about it.
0: Yeah, it's a good mm-hmm. spot to aim for, for sure.
2: Yeah. Um,
0: you had mentioned this was your first project. So I kind of want to know what was like the catalyst for you actually being like, hey, I want to I wanna develop a game. You know, this is what I want to do right now. Was there a yeah. certain point that was like, hey, I need to do this? Or what's the story behind that?
2: Yeah. Well, actually, um, I found out that it's, it's, mainly it's about freedom. Before this, um, I was a freelance photographer. So even as a photographer, you know, I had this feeling of doing like a nine to five. I was doing weddings and uh, hotels and, you know, Instagram stuff. And um, also the general condition increase, uh, you know, back then and personal, let's say, uh, situations, you know, made me realize simple things that, you know, we have, you know, one life and I'm not going to sit around and, you know, uh, do things that are not making me happy. So... Even though now with Selini, I really work a lot. Like I work, you know, more than ever. Actually, I feel somehow um, I, I feel more free, even though I do that, uh, and even during you know a general lockdown period like the one that we have. And this is because you know my happiness somehow depends on what I do and not on what is happening. So looking back at it now, uh, I think that this is why I started the game. I could not really tell back then, but I know now that it was actually for this kind of freedom that you have when you really do when you really go for the moon
0: actually
1: right right that's awesome yeah
2: yeah
1: this it it almost sounds like the game is kind of this this like you mentioned it's like a, a puzzle explorer action you know exploring game or adventure exploring game so it almost seems like the game is a manifestation of you exploring the things that you actually want in life and what's really important and how you want to be fulfilled and satisfied. Mm -hmm. So it almost seems like it's, yeah, it's coming from like this really deep place. So it almost seems like um, you're not only developing this game, but the game is kind of further developing a part of you that you want to, that you want to have out there. Yeah.
2: Yeah. That's actually, that's, that's a good thing with the indie games in general that they come from the let's say from the uh, uh, inner search of the of, of the creators and it's not something that it's tested before it works so let's make it on let's make a thousand similar games in order to sell more which is normal I understand and I enjoy those games but that's the good thing with uh, the the you know the indie let's say genre that you know um, you can just make it even personal like uh, this game is really really personal even you know I'm trying to Make it, you know, um, because, you know, I want to make it also successful, uh, not really financially, but I want to make it a successful game, which comes also with that. So when it's too personal, it might be a bit against that. But uh, at the same time, you get, uh, you get to you know something different. Like you can, uh, as you said, you know, the freedom, the condition increase, the personal things that, um, you know, um, the, my personal involvement over the years, you can also see that in the game. And it's not me personally. It's also a lot of people that can relate to that because I'm not just, you know, uh, a lot of people like work from nine to five. They want to do something different. A lot of people um, would like would like to change something in their lives. So um, I want, if I can, to a certain you know level to to show those things in the game, even though it's a bit open to interpretation. I mean, there's no text or um, uh, you know speech in the game, so. From game testing, it's really cool to observe how you know people react to a certain, let's say, scene or a certain image. So uh, depending on what you lived yourself, you can get a completely different interpretation to exactly the same image. So someone sees it and he says, "Oh, this is because you know the father does that," and somebody else realizes you know something completely different related to him. And I really like this element to uh, to you know to uh, the game. So it's. It, it, the exploring thing that you mentioned is really related, also to the freedom part.
0: Mm. Mm. Yeah. Now going back, uh, a question: You said you were a photographer before. Did you did you have any experience developing games at all before you went on like this
2: journey? No, as I said, I was really like, uh, you know, naive and arrogant, you know, (laughs) I'm just going and do it. And it's really like, um, you know, at the beginning, I was like super confident, like I'm going to make it and I can do whatever I want, anything, you know. And as I got experience on the way, I was becoming less and less, you know, uh, you know, Excited about this because I realized that it's really really difficult. It's really difficult to make a game and uh, But yeah, no, I was actually a photographer. Of course, it helped me for the game like, uh, you mm-hmm. know, uh, composition colors and things like that and But I cannot I, I, I was not even playing games when I started okay. Like I used to play when I was like 18 or something or 16 I, I stopped and when I started making the game I started playing games again and it's really yeah, that also changed the development a lot like when i started playing games it's it's really really helpful to to go ahead Though so you have to be a bit careful because when you have no idea it's very easy let's say to um to get uh, uh you know so many uh to get affected let's say from so many things so you must have a plan and somehow try to follow that if possible it's it's very
1: very hard actually like making the game is one of the hardest things like, that you can do yeah um you know it's interesting because i was thinking about that too you were saying you were a photographer before and then you talked about how it helped with composition and color and imagery so like one of the things that obviously stands out to me about this game is the visuals like it's just such a visually interesting looking game um but that also brings me to a question I have interest so you have this really visually interesting game that I think is partially helped by your skills as a photographer, um but you're going into game development, not really knowing anything that much about it, and so I think I noticed um that this game that you're building, you build in unity game engine so that's true
2: yeah
1: so what was for one what kind of led you to pick that specifically, and then how was that journey of actually learning? The game engine and everything that comes into that because that's a whole big box of a lot of stuff
2: yeah that's that's true actually so when i started um, first of all it's been like a huge let's say growth for me during this process because you know from knowing like nothing you have to somehow like uh, go and start to programming 3d animations sounds you know marketing and even like uh, you know video trailers and Expose myself and personality like now in this thing that we're doing here. So mm-hmm. it was a huge like I'm not you know I'm not a I cannot I can no longer be the same person that I was before after this and How I picked up unity to be honest I don't really have the answer like on that what happened because when you don't know it's just the first thing that comes <laughs> You think that yeah, that's it. I'm going to use it, you know, <laughs> and um, you know, it's what you google uh, and the first thing that I found, I just used it. I can jump back to the gameplay
0: real quick. You mentioned it's a puzzler. So, like, I kind of want to know how you um, balance having a, a good puzzle without being frustrating. Because a lot of puzzle games, you know, either it's just like, hey, you give up because I can't figure out this puzzle at all. Or it's like, okay, you're moving a block to jump onto it to get to the next area. And that's not very engaging. So how did you balance the puzzles in this game to kind of be rewarding throughout?
2: So actually the question was how you balance a puzzle to be uh, challenging, but at the same mm-hmm. time not really frustrating for the, the, the player. Uh, and that's I said that that's really a good question because it's part of the soul that I just mentioned earlier. So um, uh, I tend more in the philosophy of um, the reward to be the exploration and the new environment or the new connection with the characters that you find out. and um, I don't really want to frustrate the players. I just want to always have this flow, like always. I don't want to be stuck in the game. uh, You should always be able to know what's going to happen somehow next, or where you're going to. And you just have to do these things which have to be pleasant. Like, you know, you have to do, let's say, some uh, uh, pleasant elements in the game, but you know, let's say, why, and you know that you're going somewhere. That's very important to feel that you're going somewhere. Uh, it would be more like i guess you know games like inside or um uh, which are more easygoing like um uh, or brothers for example like it has puzzles but it's not really uh too complicated or you you there, there will always be flow you will never have to right. get stuck again.
0: not so much about the puzzles more about the journey the puzzles are right. what get exactly. you there
2: okay yeah right yeah exactly well, there, there, there is uh, um you know, um, a slight challenge, of course. There has to there has to be that, mm-hmm. but not really in a way of um, you know not really knowing what to do. Like it's very important for a game like I think, to be a flow and to be more on the audiovisual uh, experience, uh, you know, than just uh, technically see what you have to do and find. I don't want to I don't want to feel that way. I just wanted to focus more on music and images and sounds and movement animations. Uh, you know, if I have to choose between the two, I would go with this. Than just have you concentrated on one puzzle, for example, for you know, hours. So yeah, but that's that's a really tricky thing to try to balance. Uh, oh, I can and, I
0: can imagine. <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah, yeah, and it's actually this is what I what I mentioned the difficult part. Like you have to to test all the time the game. Like you have to get feedback. Otherwise, you cannot help because when you you know, I work alone. Uh, of course, I get help on sounds and other things. But its I would say, like, it's a one-man team. Like, I don't have someone to uh, do overtime with me to, you know, to do all. I wish I had a team. I dream to have a team. And I guess at some point, if in the future I get the funding, I will uh, go with that. But when you work alone, you somehow, you somehow lose this sense of, you don't really understand the game. So you have, you, it's other people playing that mirror what you feel actually otherwise you will not be able to tell because if you see something like for hours and hours and you lose a sense of what's going on so it's really important to to test as you know more often as you can but at the same time uh, you shouldn't be affected too much by the opinion of others you should you should all you should try to you know, to not lose your vision, because that's also a possibility. Like, people will say, no, this is blue, make it red, whatever. You just have to stay focused and get and filter and get what you need from the feedback. But this is more technical, and it's about development. I don't know.
0: Yeah. Oh, good, great answer. Um, yeah. You would mentioned the visuals. I think the game looks stunning. I know we had mentioned it a little bit earlier. But can you talk about, like, the inspiration? Because the game is... It's pretty much like nothing I've ever seen. It almost looks like um, uh, a different planet, a different world. And can you kind of just talk about your inspiration for like, the actual world of this game?
2: Hmm. I would say that um, aesthetically, uh, when I changed, like uh, when I started the game, it was like a click and point puzzle adventure with a mm-hmm. cute character. And at some point, I think it was back in 2017, I saw the trailer of um, of Inside uh, from Playdead, I guess you know the game, and I said, wow, well, okay, now this is how I'm telling the story. I don't know, I regret many many times on the way for taking that decision because it's really, really hard. It's very, it's very hard to, like, you know, it looks simple, but you know that doing the simple things is, and look good, like doing something simple and good is really, really yeah. difficult. So I'm not sure if that was a good decision or not, but, I learned so many things on the way. So insights was, let's say, an inspiration on how to, how the aesthetics can look, let's say, and how to play the game in which fashion. But on the way I was inspired and um, you know uh, by other games, like uh, Hyper Hyperlight Drifter, if you know mm. the game. Um, yep. So I'm somehow trying to marry elements from things that I like without really being um, committed to, like, okay, I will make this, I just make, you know, what I feel, that's what I want to play actually. So I say that I would love to be in a world where you have these two characters and you explore and you come back, you collect things, then you move on, then you meet something else. It just goes like that. So technically speaking, we are, let's say in, um, it's like a retro future game. We were somehow in the future but the visuals can be a bit more, um, you know, retro and nostalgic, like uh, 80s devices mixed with some futuristic, futuristic, um, let's say, elements. So it's a combination of things that I, you know, I liked, um, you know, during my whole, let's say, lifetime. And yeah, and I'm trying, as you mentioned, uh, yeah, I don't know if you know, it's something that you looks like again that you haven't seen before, as you mentioned, but. I'm trying to keep it as, you know, to not be affected from external factors. But when I want inspiration, to look, you know, inside of me and see what I want to say, and just go and do it. And this was actually a very, very crucial moment when the uh, development like exploded. I was stuck. Uh, I didn't know what to do because I realized that I spent like hours on Pinterest or Instagram, like looking for images, and I will do this, and I want to make it that like that. I this image is amazing. All right, uh, it was good, but um, I could not really go to the next level that way. So there was this freedom of, uh, of development when I just stopped everything. Uh, I stopped even tutorials, I stopped like um, uh, images and just you know, opened Unity one day and just put boxes and do whatever I feel. And since that day, like, I mean, uh, since, since I did that, like in one year, I had, let's say, um, the majority of the things that you can see compared to three previous years where I was trying to get affected from external factors. So when, when you're ready, because you have to be ready for that, just forget about everything else and look inside of you for inspiration. And uh, that's unblocked me to go on.
1: Nice. Now, I am, I am interested because you have all this stuff, like you said, this- almost kind of exploring you know your your inner ideas of 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 what you want and who you are as well as you're exploring and developing this game and you know you have these great visuals this interesting atmosphere and everything like that so what you know you talked about games like uh, like inside right inside is is very much has a theme or a message that it's trying to get across to the player what would you say um, is the main theme or idea or message you want to get across to people who would pick up and play Cellini?
2: Mm-hmm. all right there are many aspects on the story but uh, i'm a father myself my son is 10 years old so this father and son relationship mm, always used to inspire it in my creativity so in the game, together, these two characters will have to explore and discover, let's say, you know, amazing places with beautiful visuals. But soon, somehow, they will realize that you know, um, the world and life is not you know, always fair, actually, it's not fair at all. And um, you will understand that resources you know, are not equally accessible and things like that, and you will have to fira- figure out a way to proceed. But at the same time, you do not have to compromise, let's say, your moral beliefs and things like that. Um, and uh, as I mentioned because there's no speech or text um, there will be things open to interpretation but generally speaking uh, this uh, father and son relationship and connection uh, is somehow important to me personally but other people can be related to different things as I mentioned and uh, um, through that you can see all these Let's say social um, um, messages and other things in the game. Um, I hope to be able to transfer that and people to really understand and actually, of course, yeah, I would uh, you know uh, be happy if people enjoy the game as let's say as an entertainment, uh, as an entertaining, let's say mean, but I will feel Successful only if you are able to somehow uh, you know realize these these things in the game, like even to a little amount like to understand like um, even environmental harassment and things like that so I will somehow try to convey that through the game
1: awesome that's awesome
0: <laughs> yeah i'm mm-hmm. a I'm a new father myself, so is this like a game really? I could, <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's five months old but not ready to oh. play video games yet, but in the future, is this a game I could sit down and we just kind of enjoy together and we both kind of get that message?
2: Mm-hmm. That's a good question. I hope so. Um, to be honest, I'm, I'm not sure that the game is really um, addressed to fathers and uh, And okay. Father-son connections, let's say. But the good thing is that you can get related. For example, you and your son, you can definitely get related. But other people who do not have kids, they still can get related to whatever, it's their they'll, their own thing, you know, you know what I mean? They, they, they'll, yeah. they'll
0: find a connection that's relevant to yeah. them. You know, yeah. a mother yeah. or a grandparent or a cousin, something With like the that, they'll feel of, that in the game.
2: Yeah. 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 So, oh, so the awesome. quality and things like that, resources, this is things that, you know, uh, things that either, either you want it or not, you're like affected in your life, you know? So you immediately right. understand that something is not fair. But for me, the favorite, let's say, part of the game is the father and son thing because i'm a father myself you as well so i'm sure that you somehow understand this you know that you want your 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 kids to you know to to you want to protect your child but at the same time you cannot just you know um uh, yeah. put him in prison to have him fully protected you know what i mean you have to have this balance of letting free to to do things but at the same time be able to to protect him, and moral things come in these decisions in the game. Okay, sounds like a great theme.
0: Yeah,
1: it does yeah. yeah. Now I have I have a question, but what I am going to do is quickly switch my camera because my other one is about to die on me. So hold on one second, Got this, and I will switch to this one, which looks not as great, but will do all right okay so um so uh i i read you know you mentioned that the the connection you have with your with your son um is kind of inspiring a lot of what the messages behind the game now i i also saw on the site that he does he help play test the game a little bit or something oh yeah, yeah.
2: it's he's the main tester actually so everything uh <laughs> Yeah, like he's the first one to test, and now I, I trust him because at the beginning, right? He was like eight. Well, when I started, he was six, but now he's ten, wow. and he's played like uh, he's better than me in games anymore. You know what I mean? So, so he plays like Hollow Knight and uh, things like that, and he's way better than me. So I totally trust him. Like when he says, because he's like ten years old. Like at this age, you don't. really just say whatever you feel like. You don't have.
1: <laughs> you don't
2: have a filter. Good yeah yeah exactly. I know it's good. If he says, mm, no, I know that it's no, you know, and it's a good filter like a 10 year old uh, tester, even though the game is not addressed to 10 years old, you can you can really um, they're good for testing games, so kids are always good for testing games, I think.
1: Yeah: yeah, yeah they've definitely got like if you got a move you know some quick movement or something happens, obviously you know they're the ones that got. The response, all that stuff, you know, yeah. Yeah.
0: And if you say he's playing Hollow Knight, then he's he's better than me, too, so. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah,
2: yeah. But you you will see yourself as well because, right, uh, you have a boy or a girl? I have a boy. A boy. I'd say it's going to be like a great uh, relationship because now, I mean, all right, it's only five months old. I think you haven't even realized what you've done yet. It no. Takes, it takes, yeah, yeah, it takes some years. So, like in five years, you will really realize that. Okay, I have, I have a human, I have a person here. You know what I mean? Right. And then start the good relationship uh, and the good connection. So, not good, but the real connection because it's right. a person who can lie, who can just, you know, it's different. Well, it's uh, nice to see yeah. that
0: message because you don't see a lot of games doing the father-son or even like a parent and child. You know, I know God of War, Last of Us, but it's really kind of a an undervalued topic that, you know, developers don't really hit as much. So yeah. I'm excited to play it and kind of get those feelings for the first time.
2: Yeah. Yep. Yeah, even though it's not really uh, uh, focused to this connection, but True. it's the uh, it's actually how... Uh, you know, how this can can uh, affect social behavior. I mean, because you don't really, it's not that you're raising your kid, you're just, uh, you know, um, preparing someone for society. And things like that, I want somehow with, you know, either clues or elements to be to be there in the game. Like, if you want to look for those things, you will be able to see them. So, yeah, yeah, it's uh, you know, this father thing uh, affects me a lot um, for, um, you know, setting up the environment and uh, clues and uh, things like that in the game.
1: Yep. Awesome. Now, um, you know, you've mentioned that, you know, we've had this whole COVID thing going on, still going on, and that's interesting. So has, I know you're, you know, you're mostly, this is a, a, a one-man band here with developing this game, but uh, has the, how has the pandemic, had an impact on the development of the game or has it had one?
2: I was on full lockdown even before the, you know, the uh, corona thing. Like I was, uh, I was like, me personally, myself, I was living exactly the same lifestyle as now with the COVID, you know, like I didn't change anything personally. Of course, I understand that socially a lot of things are going on. I don't know, I'm not sure um, if uh, this is a good or a bad thing for, um, because I see that, for example, uh, it was a good time to release a game like the previous months uh, because, you know, people are at home, they play more games and, you know, maybe it was a good period for uh, to launch a game during COVID, let's say. Um, but I don't know, because I'm an indie, let's say, developer, maybe, you know, I have some time to catch up with some big, uh, because I still keep working. Like uh, even, even now I work from home, I do exactly the same thing as I used to do before covid I don't know, if I have to see it in a competitive way, let's say, which I don't. I don't have a talent to be, let's say, competitive and, um, you know, things like that. Maybe maybe for indie developers, this was like a good period. And I said, that's not good to say because, you know, people are having trouble and issues with the COVID thing. But if you just focus on the, uh, you know, on the development, for me, I think the uh, pandemic was... Was good for
1: me, actually. Even if it sounds weird. Okay. Yeah. That's why I was wondering, like like what kind of you know, having it where you're basically you're bunkered down, you're working on everything yourself, you know, you don't really have to send out for too many things to get resources to help build your game, if it would have any impact at all. And like you said, you know, we we've talked, I think, in previous episodes, you know, on our on our on our main podcast about how the, uh, the the pandemic did increase the sales of a lot of games. like a lot of games performed well uh, because mm. everyone had to had to be home, you know, had to be safe. Yeah. so um, yeah.
2: yeah, yeah, and also um, in in the development aspect, it's uh, even better because all right, now I'm more or less doing the same things. Uh, I don't really, but I don't feel the guilt, you know, of not being able to go out because actually before the pandemic, like I had to, like, I had to stay inside and while everybody was outside and, you know, partying or whatever, now I don't have this guilt. Uh, like, okay, I'm staying <laughs> inside while everybody is out. I know that, you know, I'm just doing what what I do anyway,
0: You're so. helping the cause now.
2: <laughs> yeah, exactly. exactly. <laughs> You're doing no, your I, part. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm not, uh, I believe that people are really tiring uh, from this uh, special increase, uh, we have some riots and things like that. Uh, maybe it was good at the beginning of the pandemic to release a game, but I'm not sure Like if, if in a few months it will be a good period because of the financial, let's say, uh, unstable conditions. I don't know. Uh, so I wish this thing is over the soonest possible for everyone. Yes.
0: Yeah, definitely.
2: Yeah.
1: Um, and so I also see, I also saw this is one question I like to ask because it's it's Corey's thing. So Corey has a, I want to say a fear is a fear a very illogical fear of PC gaming. Okay. Now <laughs> fear yeah, of PC gaming. I know I I know it's as ridiculous as it sounds. And uh, so recently I don't know if you know they had this indie game Valheim that came out. Uh, that was able to pull Corey into the foray of playing some PC games a little bit. That's a long con to give context to this question of I saw on the site that the game uh, is going to be on Steam for PC. I think I saw for Mac too, right?
2: Yeah, yeah. It's very easy with Unity to make the conversions like, uh, uh, you know, uh, PC, Mac, and Linux. It's something that you can very, very easily do without. Of course, I have to say that uh, yeah, I dream of having a game on a console uh, or all consoles if possible. But for Indies, you know that this is a bit more. You need a little bit of budget mainly on you know, the testing and stuff. You have mm-hmm. to to have a different approach. But I don't know. I want to 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 go like all some consoles. Like I don't really. I'm not a you know a PC guy or a console guy. Or I really don't. I don't care about the mean of. Uh, I just care about the experience that you get, no matter what you where you get it from. And ideally, I would I would love to go everywhere, like on consoles everywhere where you know the hardware can allow it for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, if possible, even on, uh, on Twitch. Nice. Oh, wow.
1: So console ports somewhere, hopefully down the line here for for the game, but right now focusing just more so PC. Because it's just it's like easier just to distribute it through Steam mm-hmm. and yep. different stuff like that. Um, I was just saying that I I game on PC, but I also use my Mac for stuff, so I appreciate the Mac uh, um, thing you're doing right there. Because uh, this one Frostpunk, I don't know if you've heard of that game. Like it's like an older mm-hmm. kind of indie game. They just made their game available for Mac, and that game's been out for like four or five years. So I very oh, much really?
2: appreciate. Yeah,
1: I very much appreciate.
2: Well, even though you know that it's an international joke to say that I'm a gamer and I'm using Mac, right? It is. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, oh, yeah. As I said, I, I don't really, uh, I mean, uh, for me, uh, where are going to uh, feel, let's say, this experience that I would like to to provide? It's not really, uh, it is important because it affects where I would be able to publish, but I don't really, it's not my um I don't see why we have to make these separations. like um, I will try to really go in everywhere like uh, if I can. And mm-hmm. uh, I will put this because um, it seems like the project is going to a Kickstarter uh, campaign uh, soon. So um, this would be something like a stretch goal. like uh, it will definitely be a stretch goal and hopefully, if possible, I would like to launch on consoles and Steam at the same time, if possible. But this will depend you know, on the funding.
0: Right. Okay. Do you want to tell us your Kickstarter date? Do you have that already? Yeah,
2: I have it. It's the 28th of June, actually. Uh, it's, not, uh, it's not announced yet, uh, probably. Uh, I don't know. Uh, but it's, it happens also to be my birthday. So uh, it was a coincidence, but yeah. Uh, yeah. So nice. 28th of June.
1: Well, it's going to be it's going to be a pretty epic birthday, I believe then.
2: <laughs> yeah, or nightmare, I don't know because you know, it's very very
1: stressful. Yeah,
2: yeah,
1: yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, let's see here. Well, I mean, I I know that people if they want to uh that they can add the game to their Steam wishlist right now, correct? Mhm.
2: Yeah, yeah, they can do cool. they can just go on Steam and uh, wishlist the game, but only if you feel that you have to do it. Like I don't want to gather like wishlists and numbers. I just want real people who are interested, uh, you know. Right. to
1: yeah. yeah. Right. So what I'm going to do is because I think, I think I have it wishlisted, or I have to make sure that I do that because again, I saw this game and I'm like, oh, okay, I gotta, I gotta <laughs> play this, you know. Um, and uh, I'm going to make sure that we include the links to the Steam wishlist as well as all the other stuff, the Twitter. The uh, the the YouTube stuff, anything like that, we're going to make sure that we include it. Um, now, Corey, did you have any more questions for our friend Andres here?
0: I think I'm all set, and uh, you know what, Jeremy, I think I will get it on PC, so don't worry about it. All right. Okay. <laughs> I'm going. Okay. For it. <laughs> all right. Good. There we go. Great.
1: <laughs> all right. Okay. Oh, Fantastic. Well, then uh, here's what I want to do. I want to definitely extend uh, a thank you to you, Andreas, because I know there's a crazy time difference. And so really appreciate you being able to make yourself available for this. Um, and uh, just being, a yeah. you know, just a, a nice joy to talk to. It was really yeah. awesome to get your perspective on a lot of different things. And like I said, the way that you were inspired to create this game, you described creating this game this game as freedom, even though it's more work because it has something that speaks to you and you have passion for it's kind of like this you're able to really be yourself almost, which I think yeah. is like just an absolutely awesome thing to be able to do
2: mhm, yeah, and uh, I hope you do the same with what you're starting and doing with this channel at some point you will be able to you know to to see it that way, like free to be free on you know, this uh, uh from what you're doing actually. so thank you very much for uh, the invitation. I really enjoyed talking to you guys, and you know maybe. We can do it again or see in person in Greece after all this crazy. Yes. You know, Absolutely.
0: Yeah. Absolutely. And yeah, you
2: can, you, you, you can come with your son as well, Corey. All
0: right. If you got an extra room, you know, oh, stay yeah, yeah, yeah. there. Okay. Thank you. you Appreciate have, it. You
2: have a place to stay. I don't <laughs> <about that. laughs> thank
1: Here's you the so thing. much. There's also the thing that, that Corey won't tell you, you know, he, he said his, his son's five months old, already a better gamer than him. So, if you need anything <laughs> tested or anything tried, you give it to yeah, the five yeah, month yeah, old. Yeah. You don't give it to this guy. Yeah.
2: I just, yeah, yeah. Well, I, that's, that's why I invite you, actually. I want to test it. I don't want you to come to him.
0: Exactly.
2: That's <laughs> right. what I'm saying. Yeah. I'll
0: drop them off. You can watch them for a couple weeks. Yeah.
1: <laughs> drop them off. Drop them <laughs> off. And just wave as you sail away. Right. <laughs> right.
0: Right. Yeah.
1: Okay. Yeah. Well, that is going to do it for this indie story. The game seleni andreas the developer this guy is doing everything and he is creating this game with so much passion i absolutely love it um guys make sure that you check it out on steam on youtube again we're going to have links to it everywhere we're going to also have some footage of it intercut in throughout this interview so you guys can also see it there we would prefer or suggest that maybe you watch it on youtube because we think the video Version of it is the best, but we're also going to have on a regular audio podcast service. You know, we have it on Spotify and Stitcher and Apple and Google and all that stuff. Um, and make sure you follow us on the socials so you can know when it drops. So we are on Facebook. You will follow us on Facebook.com forward slash thoughts and players, all one word, as well as on Instagram at thoughts.players. Selene is on Instagram. We follow him and he's dropping these beautiful screenshots all the time. So make sure you're plugged in there. Um, We are also on Twitter, Thoughts Players 2. And you can find us on TikTok Thoughts Players. Corey, am I missing anywhere? Did I I, nail them all?
0: I I, I lost after like three or four of them. We got like like 15 ah. at this point. So I think you're good.
1: Okay. Okay, cool. Well, uh, once again, I want to thank Andreas for joining us. I want to thank my co-host, Corey. I guess he did okay thank you um and i want to thank you guys for listening make sure you catch an indie story and we will catch you on the next level see ya